Hello, everyone. Uh, so today we're going to be talking about a new feature of uh, Systems Manager coming out called AWS App Config. So let's go ahead and, and drop into it. First thing we're going to be talking about is what is application configuration. So I tend to uh, break up uh, infrastructure provisioning and, and code deployments and application configuration into three, those three major groups. So the infrastructure provisioning, and you, we have tools like CloudFormation, uh, and then the actual uh, application deployments that you're going to be doing as you write your software, and, and usually for that we use code deploy. And then finally, the, the big missing piece there is application configuration, and, and really application configuration at scale. So being able to run configurations across large fleets of systems and do it in a secure, uh, validated manner, um, something that you can wrap processes around, uh, be able to pull it into your change control processes, be able to pull it into your application migration processes, whatever processes you're going to need, uh, you'll need some sort of application configuration with that. Uh, an application configuration is the, the settings and, and parameters and values that you're going to need in order to be able to have your application run the way it wants to across entire fleets of systems. So what are the common problems with application configuration? And really, uh, we all understand that manual is, is not safe. Uh, so multiple engineers uh, working with multiple, multiple systems, hundreds of systems, if not thousands of systems, typing away at the keyboard, there's going to be mistakes made. Copy-paste errors, uh, some, something is, is going to happen. Um, and it's also hard to track. If you're having engineers pop in and, and just make changes on the fly, um, who knows what's actually happened? Where, where's your audit trail? Where's, uh, where's what's actually changed trail? Where, where's, where's all these things being kept and logged and stored so you can understand how your environment has uh, changed over time? Scaling configs can be really daunting, right? Uh, so we're looking at multiple applications, environments, or users. And, and this could be thousands of systems, maybe even hundreds of thousands of systems, depending on the type of system you're using. So really trying to be able to scale that uh, with any kind of manual process or, or even some of the tools out there can be a big challenge, and it can be quite daunting. And then configuration is not code. Right, CI/CD pipelines take time. They're going to be running through uh, the beginning of all their tests. There's going to be rebuilding software. Uh, it's going to be running through the unit tests and then the integration tests, going to quality assurance uh, uh, accounts or quality assurance environment, then a staging environment, and then a production environment. And you're going to have to manipulate the uh, configuration each time. So it's it's hard to test that from environment to environment to environment. Uh, and, and a CI/CD pipeline is really just doesn't quite seem to fit the bill for what kind of information you're going to need to spread out to your fleet. And then really there's, there's major risks with application configuration, right? Uh, a small configuration can have a big impact. I had one coworker tell to me that uh, scripting was a wonderful way to break all of your machines at once really fast. So um, I've, I've always taken that to heart. And, and you know, when, we're, when we're writing application configuration types of tools or, or pushing the information out to multiple systems, um, really it, it helps to be really careful in how you're deploying things and how you're moving things through the system. So we have AWS App Config to help solve some of these problems for you. Uh, there's three major components that we really look at with, uh, with AWS App Config, control, speed, and scale. Uh, with control, you have some nice validations and, and deployment of how you're actually pushing your configurations out to your fleet of systems. Uh, speed, it, this, this, uh, the app config will actually go at runtime, right? It'll update your applications real time as you need those changes and not have to go through a full regression testing, full recycle of, of all your code and make sure that all the pieces are running together. 
and then scale. Uh, if we're running multiple accounts, multiple applications, multiple environments, uh, AppConfig uh, will be able to meet those scaling needs and, and push out what your specific application configuration to where you need it for your particular application. So when would we want to use uh, AppConfig? So when updates need to be fast, when we're pushing out uh, like new user groups to, to applications, new feature sets, whitelisting white -listing features, toggling features on and off, uh, A-B testing, these type of things, you usually want to be pretty fast as it moves through your entire environment, uh, especially when updates happen often. Uh, if you're going to be manipulating your application on the fly, making some of these changes, uh, then you'd want a system that you can that can respond very quickly to your needs, respond very quickly to your business's needs as things change through time. And then if you were looking at really variable environments, different types of systems, different types of environments, uh, alpha, beta, gamma, prod, non-prod, uh, we have all of these pieces where we want to push through a similar sets of, of environment variables or similar sets of application configurations um, to these multiple environments as, as you're moving through them. So AWS AppConfig provides sample templates for customers to use and modify. So there's templates to be able to do feature toggles. So we have a new feature in our application and maybe it's it's doing something, uh, a, bug is, a bug is introduced and, and we didn't notice it in testing and it actually exposes other customers' data. Maybe we want to turn off that feature to not allow anyone actually in there until we fix the security issue. Or maybe there's a whitelisting that we want to do. So we have new application features and we want to do some beta testing with certain segments of our customers. Uh, we can set up whitelists or blacklists, or a feature is actually breaking how a customer is working. We can use the blacklist of that and turn it off for that particular customer or that set of customers. A-B testing templates to be able to uh, have different types of solutions, and you get to pick the winner. So multiple solutions running at the same time. You can watch the monitoring and see which system performs better, and then ultimately go with that system. And then there's always custom uses. So this, this, the language used to create these templates is very flexible and, and open for uh, you guys to go and customize your use case and be able to build it the way that you necessarily need it for your business. So how do we get started? Well, I'm going to show you. Uh, demo, uh, there's three major parts to application configuration. There's the template that we're actually going to be using for the configuration. Uh, I will show a demo of, of what that looks like. Uh, there's a configuration for that template, so the data that would go into that template that would feed into that particular template, feed into that particular application configuration. Uh, we're going to walk through that. And then finally, uh, how to distribute the application to your fleet of systems throughout, throughout your environments. So let's go ahead and dive into the demo. So this is the AppConfig console uh, as part of Systems Manager, as you can see here uh, in, in AppConfig. And we have the three sections that I talked about, the templates, the configurations, and the distributions. And you also see another uh, category over here, the rollout configurations, and that's tied very closely with the distribution. Um, and I'll go into each one of those pieces now. So uh, you can see this is the templates page, and this is the landing area where we can choose from a list of templates that have already been curated for you, or you can go and create your own. And I'll show what the template creation looks like. It's actually fairly simple. Uh, you would name your particular uh, document, this, this particular template, for reuse later. 
Uh, you would uh, give it a version name, so a quick uh, alias in order for you to be able to track down which version you're actually running, and then your content. Right, and this is where you're going to put in the, the actual content of, of what your template is going to be doing for your configuration of your applications. Uh, you can also see there's a tagging section because here at AWS we think you should be tagging everything uh, in order to be able to track and be, do, be able to do cost metrics and analysis and understand what type of systems you're actually running. So let's cancel this and look at one of our already existing templates. All right, now that we've uh, gone back to the template page, let's go ahead and take a look at this feature whitelisting item template. And uh, we have the metadata of the partic our particular template, uh, how many uh, versions we may have or what our latest version is, uh, if the template is active or not, the account owner ID, uh, when it was created, um, and some other information pieces there, you know, a quick description. Um, and then we can actually dive into the content. So the content, this is where the magic actually happens for the template pieces. Uh, you can see which version we're actually working with. Right now there's only one version of this particular document. And it is a, just a JSON object. So you would define your JSON object and, and the configuration pieces that you want. Uh, fill out inside of the console here. And then quickly save it and be able to use that template for your application configuration needs. Now let's move on to the actual configuration. So here we are back at our dashboard, and we're going to actually take a look at our configurations tab. That's the next piece. Now, configurations work very closely with templates. So you have the option here of seeing the templates that uh, we've already set up, and we're going to uh, actually create a new configuration. We're going to look at what creating a new configuration will do. And we have our templates here. And again, uh, you're going to select which template we're actually going to associate this particular configuration with. Uh, and we have the choice of, again, choosing which version of the template we're going to be using. So if we go to our next page, we'll get some details about how this configuration should look. So of course, we have to name our configuration, be able to track it down and reuse it for other uh, app config pieces later. And then uh, we can also create another alias for this particular version name, and then put in our tags. Oops. After that, uh, you can choose to either use YAML or JSON in order to create your configuration. Uh, and I will show a quick example back in the console here of what that configuration looked like. And we can see here, this is the feature whitelisting configuration. And we're going to go into its content. Again, we have the metadata page about uh, the various pieces of the template. And we can see this, this content here is actually a YAML listing for a couple of counts to be able to whitelist whatever feature we're looking for inside the other template. So the template is the piece that's going to be doing the actual configuration. And in this case, this configuration is going to be the values that's going to feed into that template uh, to allow whitelisting for this particular feature we're going to be modifying. Uh, once we've saved this, uh, we can uh, be able to start a distribution. Uh, one other piece, uh, we can always create new versions of, of templates. So we can have templates move along with each other. And then you would choose which specific version of that template or, or configuration that you're going to be launching out to your fleet. So we could have as our first phase with default version one, these two accounts. And then maybe we want to add 15 more accounts for phase two as, as part of a larger beta. So phase one is an alpha, phase two is a beta, more accounts. And we can actually go back through the uh, history of the document 
and see what's set up there and always have a log of, of the various pieces that we're using to control our environments across our fleets. So let's now take a look at distributions. So this is how we push out the changes that we create in our app config out to our fleets of systems. So we're going to go ahead and start a distribution. <clears throat> now when we start a distribution, we can actually uh, start with new templates and new pieces or select from already existing pieces. First task in order to create a distribution for our app config to launch against our fleet of machines is to choose the template. So we were looking at our feature whitelisting configuration. We're going to keep with that template. And again, we can choose which version of the template we want to use. Next, we can either choose a new rollout configuration or a saved rollout configuration. So I'm actually going to show what a new rollout configuration is. Uh, these, these will actually be documents that you can use for future types of rollouts with this particular deployment. So as you update your configs, as you update the values in your configs, you can use the same kind of deployment that you used the first time. You can use it multiple times or go in and change what kind of deployment you're going to have. So. Uh, rollout configuration details, of course, we have to name it my rollout. And we can put in an optional description, always a good practice. Uh, and then we have the idea of stages. So we can actually launch the configuration through multiple stages. So maybe the first stage is our testing stage, and then the second stage is production. So we can do uh, different types of testing. Maybe we want to run against half the fleets, uh, one, one type of feature, and another against the other half, another type of feature. So we can set up our stages and be very flexible in how these will actually deploy to our systems. Uh, so we choose our stage name, and for this one, we're going to choose dev. And now we have three choices when we set up our targets. So this is the targets that's actually going to be executing against the machines downstream. So uh, we have account ID, we also have instance ID, and then we can just use uh, key pair values of, of tag and the tag value. So this one, we're just going to put in some fake account information and add. And now this is going to be a filter system, so you can add as many different types of criteria to really target what types of uh, machines and applications and environments you're going to be hitting this config against. So you can see the account ID is down here in the filter list. And let's look at some of the advanced options. Uh, so for transition type, we have linear or custom, so you can choose your own kind of concurrency that you're going to be uh, launching against, the, uh, against your fleet. Uh, we're just going to choose uh, linear. Uh, you have options to uh, manipulate the concurrency against how many machines at the same time this is going to be running against. And then stage time. So this, this time frame here is the amount of time uh, that we've set aside for this to be able to execute the, against our fleet before coming back with a failure error. If it takes more than, if it takes more than 20 minutes, there, uh, we're going to assume there was some sort of issue and notify back that uh, the deployment actually had some, some issues there and action needs to be taken by you. We also have a bake time. So the stage time is the amount of time needed uh, that you're going to allocate for this particular deployment. The bake time is going to be how much time after the deployment has completed successfully before we move on to any further stages. So let's assume we're in a dev and production type of environment. We're going to launch the dev, we're launched against a dev machines, which is going to be a smaller set of our, our target machines, and let it wait there for, in this case, 10 minutes. 
right? We're going to watch the alarms and make sure nothing, nothing bad is happening, and they can automatically move into the next stage. So it really gives you a nice sense of control and a nice ability to really look at your systems, have your test machines targeted first, wait for them to stabilize, wait, wait to make sure there's no issues in there, and then finally move on to your actual production deployment, really giving you the control in how these pieces are going to be moving out to your fleet. We also have the ability to enable rollback on CloudWatch alarms. So this is a very interesting feature. Uh, you would choose the IAM role that the app config service would assume in order to be able to read the um, uh, CloudWatch alarms. Uh, so you would choose your role. And then the list, then you can actually choose from a list of CloudWatch alarms that you already have set up for your application. And AppSync will, itself will actually monitor these uh, alarms, and if it starts noticing uh, aberrant behavior, it's actually going to roll back the deployment and cancel the deployment for you, right? So you have all of these wonderful pieces in order to help you uh, stop uh, a, a bad deployment from going out. Um, the staging mechanism, uh, sets of machines at a time, and then the ability to automatically monitor your alarming system in order to not get stuck and already have deployed out problematic changes to the majority of your production fleet. After that, we can add another stage and name this one prod. And then we would go through the same steps, right? We would target the rest of our machines, whatever, whatever is remaining against our fleet, and be able to launch it. So we can set up multiple stages for multiple environments. We can set up different stages for different accounts and be able to have all the pieces needed in order to be able to launch to our fleet um, in a validated, controlled, quick, easy manner. And then you can see here are the rollout configurations that we've already set up. Uh, again, you can use these uh, again and again and again for the different templates and configurations. You can create new ones and really set it up and, and be very flexible with how your environment needs to be set up. Uh, after that, it would just be running the distribution, working against your fleet, and then taking time off because it was so easy. Thank you very much for taking the time in order to see the new features that AppConfig uh, will bring to you and be able to help you solve some of your deployment and application configuration issues that you have in your organizations. So I'm Sam Hennessy, and it was wonderful chatting with you. Thank you.